In this bulletin, a bipartisan approach to the Indigenous Voice to Parliament flagged ahead of the referendum. Police investigating an attack on the Top End's Chief Minister. And in sport, fan anger after an apparent bungle over tickets for the AFL Grand Final. With the latest SBS News, I'm Deborah Grawl. Anthony Albanese says he wants more bipartisanship to be shown on the Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum. He's announced plans for a joint parliamentary committee to be set up, which will oversee the creation of the Voice Advisory Group if Australians vote yes. The Prime Minister says he's inviting the opposition leader to back his promise to create the committee with co-chairs from Labor and the Coalition. And I've confirmed that in a discussion that I've had with Peter Dutton uh, just over this weekend. I think it's important that if Australians vote yes, that we move forward together to put in place the legislation with as broad as support as possible in order to show the same spirit that we're asking Australians to show by voting yes on October 14. Prime Minister's made the remarks at the launch of the Uniting Church Yes 23 campaign today, standing alongside Liberal MP Julian Lesser, who in April stepped down from his role as opposition spokesman for Indigenous Affairs to continue his work over the last decade in support of an Indigenous voice. Northern Territory Chief Minister Natasha Files has been left shaken after allegedly being assaulted at a market in Darwin. A spokeswoman for Ms Files has confirmed reports of the assault but says the Chief Minister would not be making any immediate comment. Police are understood to be investigating the incident. National Party of Australia leader David Littleproud has encouraged farmers to prepare for drought as dry conditions continue. August saw severe rainfall deficiency impact farmers in parts of Victoria, Western Australia, Queensland and New South Wales, with the Bureau of Meteorology reporting August 2023 was the 10th driest August on record in Australia. Mr Littleproud has told Channel 9 there's been progress in the support provided to farmers, but precautions still need to be taken to prepare for difficult conditions. Now we've got a $5 billion future drought fund. Farmers have been able to put away in their good years up to $1.6 million into what we call farm management deposits so that they can draw them down in in the bad years. Uh, so there's a lot of, lot of progress that's been made. We have a national drought strategy, but I think farmers have learned from the last time mm. it's important that they make those decisions early, that, and that's what many are doing right now. The Business Council of Australia says it welcomes the progress that's been made towards developing a so-called national skills passport. The system is intended to help workers advertise their full range of qualifications, micro-credentials, prior learning, workplace experience and general capabilities, with the idea to better connect workers with employers for in-demand jobs that require specialised skills and training. The proposal will be among nine new ideas set out tomorrow in the federal government's employment white paper. Business Council Chief Executive Brand Black says the initiative is a game changer and will enable Australians to store their qualifications easily and make applying for a job simpler and more streamlined. Animal lovers are marking a special day today. It's World Gorilla Day. 
World Gorilla Day was established in 2017 in honour of Diane Fossey, who led groundbreaking research into the largest primate species in the world beginning in 1967. Ashley Thomas from Taronga Zoo in Sydney says gorillas are often under pressure in their natural environment. Some of the threats gorillas face in the wild include um, habitat loss from human and wildlife conflict. So they take off their habitat to mine for coltan. They also face um, poaching for illegal pet trade and the bushmeat trade. As a coltan is a mineral that they mine and it's used in um, phones and other tablets um, and other types of technology. To sport and controversy has erupted over the seating allocation ballot process for the AFL Grand Final next week, which will be fought out between the Collingwood Magpies and Brisbane Lions. The AFL Fans Association says multiple Priority 1 Collingwood members who are meant to get an automatic seat for the final have missed out or have what they've described as inadequate seating allocations. They've called for the AFL, Collingwood and Ticketek to conduct an urgent review of the ballot process. In a statement, Ticketek says ballot results will be available from tomorrow at 9am. It says the ballot is being run appropriately following the directives of the club and that some Priority 1 Collingwood members may have missed out if they selected no standing room in the ballot. They've been directed to contact the club's membership department. I'm Deborah Grok. This is SBS News.